0: All right, guys, before we get started, a big thank you to our partner, Microsoft Windows 11, the official operating system of the NFL and the exclusive sponsor of the LA Chargers. The all new Windows 11, they're here to bring you closer to what you love, like the Chargers and the Final Drive. Learn about all the awesome new features of Windows 11 at Windows.com. And welcome into another winning edition of the Final Drive for Haley Elwood. I'm Chris Hayre. Chargers beat the Giants 37-21 at SoFi Stadium. They improved to 8-5. And, Haley, it feels like this was the most comfortable win of the season. This one never really felt in doubt. They were up big last week in Cincinnati. I think they were up big against the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Those got a little interesting in the second half. This one felt comfortable really the whole way through.
1: Yeah, Brandon Staley said something really interesting on Friday that I took note of where he said he was looking really for this signature win where all three phases crush it together because he felt like that hadn't really happened. You had games where sometimes the offense would light it up or it was the defense's day. This was one of those days. And, and he said he called it a pretty close to a complete performance for about three and a half quarters because there was some stuff at the end in the fourth that defensively he wasn't a fan of. And I know some defensive players also said they could clean up you <laughs> Overall, this was a game where an offense without Keenan Allen was clicking, a defense without Derwin James was doing its thing. And so you were able to put all of these parts together to come out with a very convincing victory, a very comfortable victory. Staley said he felt like this entire team played with purpose on Sunday. And the biggest thing is you get two wins in a row, which is something that this team hadn't done since they started the season four and one. And I believe is more important than ever to kind of start stacking those right now, especially when you head into a short week against. The Chiefs, but overall, just a really big game and really, really huge for this team to get to eight and five, like you said, as well.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I give Coach Staley a lot of credit for keeping the eye on the Giants because now it sets up a first place matchup in the AFC West against the Chiefs. And you would think a struggling four day Giants team coming into SoFi Stadium, it, it could be easy to overlook and look ahead to your rivals in the AFC West. But you know, without Derwin, like you said, without Keenan. Let's start on offense because I think this was the most balanced game of the year. I really wanted to see the Chargers run the football, yeah. especially as we get into December and approach the playoffs. You may be in a cold weather city where it will be required to run the football. And, and I was just impressed with what they did. If you take out Justin Herbert and Chase Daniels carries, you know, those guys, 31 carries uh, between Kelly, Eckler, and Jackson and you know they were they were running at a high clip especially in that first half so that was probably the thing I was most encouraged by Haley is that we saw that running game and obviously maybe it was a product of not having Keenan in there um, they wanted to be a little bit more balanced as far as running the football um, and then you know we'll get into Justin Herbert what can what can be said about everything he's done this year the throw to Jalen Guyton was the best throw I think I may have ever seen. I know DJ said on the broadcast it was the best throw he's ever seen. There aren't many people on the planet that can make that throw.
1: No, I laughed so hard post game because we're in the press conference room and almost every single offensive player who comes up to the podium got asked how far can he throw it? Like yeah. really though, like legitimately, how far do you think he can throw it? Um, I happened to be in the tunnel because I was doing something for halftime at that game. And I, the loud, just the volume that came from SoFi Stadium on that play was just absolutely incredible. I, I'm so bummed because from my vantage point, I couldn't totally see what was happening. But then you go back and watch the highlights and you're like, that was just Absolutely insane. I think the balance that you talk about finding that run game is ex- also extremely important. Like you mentioned, at this point in the year where this team hasn't had to, I mean, they're pretty much done with cold weather regular season games. And if they make the postseason, which it looks like they're on their way to doing that, you might have to go on the road somewhere and play where it is cold. And so running the football is extremely important. But to end up with, I think it was 152 total. Yeah, 152 rushing yeah. yards total. I mean, that's just really great. And I know there's been a lot of conversation on who is the second running back. And I think this team is probably just trying to figure it out week by week as they go, maybe play the hot hand, who is in there, who can have the most production. But they certainly found that yesterday. And it wasn't like, you know, this was a game where Justin Jackson rips off like a 65-yard run or something like that. There were, there were chunks. There were chunks that were having, that this offense was having and, and rushing for. And I think that is really important, especially when you know you're down arguably your best offensive weapon and Keenan Allen and, and the security blanket for Herbert and everything like that. But then the flip side is you turn it and you have this emergence of these two young receivers and Jalen oh, Guyton yeah. and also Joshua Palmer. And you and I have been around this team since the beginning of this season. And there's been a lot of talk with Palmer and, and you know, for being a third round pick and everyone just kind of talking about, waiting to see his emergence and waiting for him to get that opportunity. And he got it yesterday and he certainly made the most of it. And I think, you know, if you go out and you go out to practice and he truly is the last guy who's out there on the field, he has this whole routine that he works through after practice is over. And he told me it was something that he's done back since he was in At Tennessee but he really really puts in the work and just like Herbert too you know Jalen Guyton said he puts in the work as well and the throws that you can make after practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays or Wednesdays Thursdays and Fridays sure but do they pay off on Sunday that's when it counts but I think what we saw yesterday was just a culmination of really the work that this team is putting in on the side that's paid dividends and paid dividends certainly yesterday against the Giants
0: it's a great point I'm so glad you mentioned the fact that he and Herbert are throwing the ball after practice all yeah. the time. You know, they're getting that extra work in. And I asked Joshua yesterday, like, what advice did Keenan give you this week? And he goes, you know what? Not much this week, but it's been all year. You know, yeah. it, just having a guy like Keenan Allen in the wide receiver's room with Joshua Palmer, I think is invaluable. And and I think you you saw the flashes throughout training camp. I think he had a touchdown against the Patriots, mm-hmm. but just having to step up and I don't think number 13 can really be replaced. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't replace that production. But yeah. the way Palmer played yesterday, uh, five for 66, a touchdown. And Jalen Guyton, back-to-back yeah. games, the two best games of the year have come in each of the last two weeks. Uh, I think he had four for 90 and a touchdown against the Bengals, three for 87 and a touchdown. Obviously the touchdown we just talked about uh, from Herbert to Guyton. So to see those guys step up and to know that, In addition to Mike and to Keenan, you have Guyton, you have Palmer, Jared Cook had a touchdown. Um, There has been games, specifically that Philadelphia game, where it was a tight end game Mm -hmm. where Steven Anderson and Parham and Cook were all making plays. Justin has no shortage of of weapons on the outside. At the tight end position, Eckler is having just a special season as as a runner and a pass catcher. So I look at this offense – they're they're humming right now i think they're peaking at the right time and it just sets up perfectly haley for thursday i'll i'll ask you for any final thoughts on the giants before we just make, kind of do a, a quick preview to this chiefs game because this is really the biggest game of the yeah. year thursday night football is really happy i'll tell you that
1: fox fox is thrilled fox and amazon thrilled. they are just thrilled because this is exactly i i don't think you could uh you could ask for a better matchup i know that Sometimes Thursday is okay. Well, I'll just, before we get too far ahead, final thoughts on the giants. I just thought overall, just the complete performance that this team put up. And the fact that you, you also referenced this earlier, but it didn't kind of speak to it. Um, the fact that Staley guided this team, To not have this be a trap game, a trap week, or anything like that. He has this mantra, and you and I have heard this, Chargers fans have heard it, they tune into his pressers, treat every week like it has a life of its own. Every game like it has a life of its own. And that is absolutely what they did this week. To not lay down, to also not play down to the level of the Giants either. They just went out, they did their thing for three and a half quarters, as they alluded, and I thought that that was something that was extremely uh, positive to see for sure. Now let's talk Thursday.
0: Yeah, let's talk Thursday. You know, just one final note is is it relates to the AFC and the conference. And I know you hear, oh, the the Chargers, they they win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. Guess what, guys? is that everyone? This is hard. (laughs) This isn't easy. And if the Chargers beat the Patriots, right? It was a three-point game. Yeah. They would be, would they be the one seed right now? Oof, I think that's that a great would be, question. Is there a game back at the Patriots right now? The Patriots mm-hmm. are nine of four. The Chargers are eight and five. So I think just in the first year of this program with Coach Staley coming in, establishing a new culture, a new offense, a new defense, uh, to have a quarterback in his second year perform the way that he's performing in back-to-back seasons, and to be eight and five, and to essentially have a, a game for first place in December at your place, I mean, what more can you ask for out of, out of this program right now? I, I think Chargers fans should be really excited about not only the future, but just what Staley and company have been able to do in this first year as they're figuring things out and keep in mind, I think, I think we're seeing the defense start to figure things out mm-hmm. a little bit more as we get towards December, as you learn more, you learn more about each other. You learn more about the system. Uh, I think the offense is, is hitting its stride. So I don't know what December is going to bring. I'm just saying eight and five in the AFC right now is pretty good.
1: Pretty good. One thing about the defense, too, and Staley has spoken to this. They've had so many different lineup changes, just whether it's been injuries that have been faced, whether it's guys on the COVID list. So they work through a lot of different lineups, as he has mentioned. And so you're trying to find that consistency. You're trying to get those wins. Some weeks it might not have been as good just because of the cards that they were dealt, which is really what everyone is dealing with right now in the NFL. We're still dealing with COVID. We're still dealing with injuries and everything like that. But it is encouraging. And Stalia said all along, he wants this team to be playing their best football at the end. This is an entirely new operation. You and I have talked about this on wins, on losses, whatever it might be, that everything is new for this team this year. So to that point, to be at this, you know, to have this record right now, to have a chance to really clinch the AFC West, to have a chance to make some noise down the stretch is really, really huge for a brand new team, a brand new operation with a brand new head coach as well.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I didn't want that to get lost because I, I just, I feel like sometimes we live in this 24-hour news cycle where we live and die yeah. with each win and, and each loss. And, and sometimes you're like, oh, what's happening here? What's happening, you know, this week, you know, you lose to the Vikings or you get blown up by the Ravens. Well, you know what? It's the NFL and, and the Ravens yep. look like a much different team than they did earlier in the year um, because of injuries and this chiefs team you know let's just push it forward to Thursday night. they look
1: very different right now
0: they look very different right now that defense is is much different than the defense that the Chargers saw in week three Um, the the offense is the offense right you know Mahomes isn't having his his typical season but I, they're playing complimentary football right now, and it's showing, and they destroyed the Raiders uh, on Sunday, 48-9. to 9.
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing when you look at this matchup. You know, that, that game in Week 3 ended up being close. The Chargers won 30-24 because the Chiefs did kind of surmount that furious comeback, despite turning over the ball four times that day. But it really is the defense that is making – the biggest difference for that team right now. Frank Clark was not active in that game against the Giant, The excuse me, the Chargers, the Giants We're just yeah. meshing Giants everything on the mind Like still. here. Um, Frank Clark was not active in week three against the Chargers. Chris Jones, I believe, was not 100% healthy. I think he was banged up coming into that game. You have those two guys who are healthy now. Oh, and a very familiar face is now coming back into SoFi Stadium. We're in a different number, 24, but Melvin Ingram, yeah. who I believe – And you read different articles and and you listen to what's going on in Casey has been a huge difference maker for them because he's freed up Chris Jones, allow him to kind of do what he does best. This defense for them is clicking right now. And so that to me is going to be the biggest factor. Can they get pressure on this Chargers team and Justin Herbert? Or is this just kind of going to be a shootout, you know, in terms of sort of what we've seen from these two teams when you throw everything out the window because it's a divisional game. But I would argue they are a much better team than they were in week three. They've won six straight. So there's a reason for that. And even if the offense isn't clicking and we're not seeing the typical Patrick Mahomesy stuff, the Mad- Mahomes magic that we've seen in, in years past and games past, they're finding ways to win. And they've found a way to the top of the AFC West. And they found a way for a date with the Chargers this Thursday night that really is going to decide a lot in terms of how the rest of the season will play out.
0: Yeah, a a couple of things from that week three matchup. Um, Herbert was lights out. Uh, They had some really key fourth down conversions, but I think really the reason they won that game, Haley, was they forced four turnovers. Yep. Um, They did that against the Bengals last week. I think they forced two uh, this past week. Uh, Bosa had a sack and four quarterback hits. That's going to be the key to me is is forcing turnovers, getting a few from Mahomes, and having Herbert and company play clean football. I -hmm. really do think turnovers could decide this game and and just that pressure. We we have seen the pressure that they put on Burrow without Bosa, 10 quarterback hits and six sacks last uh, uh, yesterday. Rather, uh, I think they had they hit Glennon seven times, pair of sacks. So he was feeling pressure throughout the game that's what you're going to have to do. I really think that that's what you're going to have to do. And you're going to have to keep Melvin Ingram and Chris Jones (laughs) off of Justin Herbert, you know, because that's, that's another big deal. These games are so weird because Thursday night short week, late December, you really don't know what to expect because both teams have such a quick turnaround, specifically the chiefs traveling to LA for, for Thursday night football. I really don't know what to expect. And, And like just going back to that AFC conversation and, just appreciating where the charges are. I think they're in a really good spot. I don't know what the rest of this, this month is going to hold, but I don't think you can ask for much more. That you you have a game for first place in, in your house, right? And you know, you look at the schedule after you got you got Houston, you got Denver, and you got Vegas. You got three important games afterwards. But if you win this one, you improve to nine and five, you're looking really, really good in the playoffs. And you're writing that conversation for a home playoff game.
1: You're looking really good. And it really is all about controlling your own destiny, <clears throat> excuse me, and doing what you can, not worrying about anyone else, not paying attention to the outside noise, but really, really doing what you can. Look, this team has a win against Kansas City already, which is great and sets them up for a much better position if they are to win this Thursday. But it really is just taking care of your business, just, just worrying about yourself, which is something that, again, we have heard this team talk about all season long, focusing on themselves, treating every week like it's a game of its own, and and just really kind of going from there. It is it is funny when you mention you know, you're know you not sure what to make of this one because it, it is so true. Anytime any divisional matchup happens, it's just like, well, actually, Do we throw records happen. out the window? Like it's just, it's bananas. There's so much that can happen too. It is nice to have one of these Thursday games at home because this Chargers team has gone on the road. And the Thursday is the last like four years or something like that. I believe four seasons or so. So it is nice to have that, but this is a really, really a huge matchup. I mean, I think guys in this locker room, we're talking about the last couple of weeks as being must win games uchenna or someone uh maybe it wasn't him some player on instagram said you know like playoffs start now like this is the mindset this that this team has it is we just have to win now we are treating every game like it is a playoff game like it is that vibe so this is a big one but it should be a lot of fun i mean that's one thing this is this is like you said fox has got to be happy amazon has got to be happy this is one of those games that is just just every you know it's got all the star power you want in a thursday night matchup and it should be just really, really electric. No pun intended (laughs) coming from SoFi on Thursday.
0: You know what it, it, for fans, you guys should be excited, man. This is a fun week, you know, get excited for this game on Thursday night. It's the, it's the only show in town. It's probably the best Thursday night game that Buck and Aikman are going to have this year. And, uh, it's for first place in the AFC West, you know, what more can you ask for? And we'll have you covered on, on playmakers and chargers weekly on this short week. We'll have you, uh, uh, covered every day as we get closer to Thursday night Chiefs Chargers. For Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harry. This has been the final drive. We're putting the Giants in the rear view. It's all about the Chiefs.